0: hello and welcome to get hutched with us a podcast hosted by yours truly a husband and wife duo david and tanika hutchinson
1: that is hutch h-u-t-c-h honest uplifting talks that change hearts thanks for joining us
0: so let's jump in let's get hutched
1: Hello, welcome to episode three of Get Touched With Us.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us for our honest, uplifting talks that change hearts. Today's episode is Love the City You're In.
1: Love the City You're In. We're excited to be here. Every episode, we have four segments. We have Tanika's testimony, our topic of the day, David's Devo, and prayer. So we're going to jump right in to Tanika's testimony.
0: Tanika's testimony.
1: Moaning, Testimony. Come on.
0: Come on. Anyway, uh, hey guys. So yeah, today's testimony is actually concerning the building of a relationship that had gone astray for different reasons. You know, Me and my mom were able to rekindle our relationship a few years ago when my father had bought a ticket for me to come visit. And it's crazy how when you get older and how important things in the past that you didn't really think about or consider because, I don't know, because you have other things in your mind. But as you get older, relationships with family members and friends and stuff, they just mean a lot. So yeah. I'm so grateful that me and my mom, we're we are we're in a completely different stage of our relationship in our life than what we were when we were younger. I'm thankful for my dad to for making that happen. A few things came from that. I met my husband during that same trip when I came out to see her, which now obviously we're married. And yeah, a lot of really, really good things have come from decisions that we've made. And for me, that was, A big decision, just being vulnerable. Even though it's my mom, but being vulnerable and reconnecting physically together. And I'm so so grateful. I'm so blessed to know that God allowed for allowed for us to reconnect. Reconnect. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah,
1: from one city to another, and that ties in perfectly, babe, with today's topic. Today's topic is love the city you're in. We've all heard of the phrase "love the skin you're in." Loving yourself. We've all heard of the phrase. You can't choose family. You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. We have a question. Can you choose your city? Can you choose a place that you call home? Let's start off here. Tanika, what city were you born in?
0: Well, I mentioned it before, but- In episode one? Yeah, but I, I was born in Indianapolis, Indiana, Which is in in the US.
1: Sweet. I was born in Birmingham, England, which is it right in the West Midlands in England. Quite different places from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Sure. Where we where we currently find ourselves. And you know what? After being here for over a decade, I can finally say on a spiritual level, with sobriety and, and clear eyes. I love Saskatoon. Yeah. I desire and I prophesy that Saskatoon shall be saved. Amen. The city shall shall be flooded with the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus just as the waters cover the sea. Come on. Um, Tanika, share, share one of your experiences. You once lived in Salt Lake City.
0: Yeah. In Utah. I did. Yeah. I Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. Um, it's crazy because, you know, some cities, people flourish in and others, they dare I say, kind of are more difficult. (laughs) And Utah was a difficult one for me. If I think back on it, I really should not have been there. (laughs) I was there for two years. I was there helping a family member with their career. And for me, it just was tearing. What's the word it was hard, <laughs> it, it was hard, lots of tears. You know, a part of just I don't want to say brokenness, but just a feeling of not knowing who I was or where I was supposed to be, wow. even though I was a Christian, my life was fully given to God. You know, there wasn't any doing stupid things or anything like that, but there were just a lot of God, what am I supposed to do? And mm-hmm. uh, I was living with different friends from church in their basement, and you know, it just was I was kind of like a i don't want to say charity case but you know what i mean like yeah, it just yeah. there wasn't any real security or sense of a belonging or knowing that yeah i can i'm supposed to do life here right. you know like it didn't take long for me to realize that I don't know if this is the right place for me, just because of how hard it was. Just even with connections, I had no friends. Dare I say I had no friends. You know, I had people that I knew, but nobody that I could really trust. Just was sharing things with. My dog was my best friend. I had to give my dog away just because where I was living, I I wasn't able to keep pets. Well, you weren't able to have pets. And so he was like my only friend. Uh, His name was Noah. And shout out, uh, to Noah. shout out to Noah. He was a golden doodle and he still has my heart. <laughs> oh my gosh, still has my heart. Yeah. So it just was like, even thinking back on it, it like almost made, makes me want to cry, but being so grateful for, for God's faithfulness during that season, for just keeping me and protecting me and for making an opportunity for me to, to have a place to live yeah. and to have a job and things like that during that time. But it was, it was a struggle. You know, I could go in deeper, but we haven't gotten that much time, but yeah. yeah, yeah. No,
1: I feel you in terms of a struggle in, in being in a new city. When my family first emigrated to Canada, we went to, where did we go first? What was the name of that city, babe? Hamilton, Ontario. That's the first place we moved to. After a while, we moved out to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I hope I have the timeline right. And you know what? When we first came here, we were staying in a hotel. We had a swimming pool and a jacuzzi. It was a good six days. It felt like a vacation, but eventually life got real. And we started high school and it dawned on us that we now live here. We are here. This is home now. My mom came here. She, she was uh, formerly worked in the NHS and she got employed in health services over here. My dad worked in trucking and that all. It was just a good fit for my parents. So my siblings and I, we came out here as well. It was tough. It was tough. It didn't feel like home. Everything that I'd built and everything, the relationships academically, everything that we'd done previously, it kind of all just fell to naught. I knew I was running from Saskatoon when I applied to study abroad in China. (laughs) I I didn't get the internship, thank God. But I knew that something had to be done. I knew I had to come to accept the city that I was in. I thank God that through building relationships and friendships and seeing his calling and seeing the hand of God in my life and starting to make tracks and starting to make progress, I realized that there's beauty here. The first street that my, my family and I walked down when we came here, We just randomly jumped on a bus and we came to 20th Street. We said, okay, this is the heart of the city, this is downtown, let's check it out. Back then, 20th Street wasn't as nice as it is now. Even that in itself is a controversial statement. It was pretty rough and that was our first impression of the city. And here we are, over 10 years later, sitting in a studio on 20th Street. It's home. It's the city that I love, and it's the city I feel called to. I'm grateful that God brought me here. So there's this beautiful poetry to, to the whole thing, like coming full circle. So there's definitely something to be said for going through a struggle in a city and seeing God's beauty through that struggle. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, I obviously don't have the same story, um, but my mom and her family are from here. If anybody's wondering how there's a connection between Indianapolis and Saskatoon, it's because my mom and her family are from Saskatchewan. So when I first came here like as an adult, I didn't have obviously the same feelings as David, but it was like, wow, coming from a big city, you know, it takes 45 minutes to an hour to go from one side of the city to another, even more than that, if there's more traffic. And then coming here and it takes, maybe 15 minutes to get from one side to the other. You take the same streets to go to the same places. And when I, like the first, what, few months, it was fine. But then once it got to like six months to a year, I was kind of like, Okay, <laughs> is there is there any other way we can take to get to the same place instead of going down <laughs> the same street? And it changed once I really understood the calling for myself and for my husband to be here and for building a community and just for, just for God opening up my eyes to see the beauty. Yeah. And the purpose. the purpose. Yeah. The purpose for being here in this city and never really experiencing that before. So, so for me personally with, you know, past experience, obviously like living in Utah or Indianapolis or other countries and stuff, but never feeling as rooted and as purposefully mm-hmm. placed. At, yes, Yeah. There you go. Yeah. At, as here in Saskatoon. So there's a thing to that.
1: Absolutely. Saskatoon is beautiful. I believe that the the tagline for our city, Saskatoon shines, is in itself prophetic and poetic. Yeah. The way that the city was founded was in itself prophetic in terms of reconciliation between peoples. Saskatoon has an amazing university. There's innovation that happens here. The people here in Saskatoon and people in Saskatchewan as a province are warm hardworking, yeah. enterprising people. The city is beautiful in yeah. summer. The city is awesome in winter. It's freezing cold, but there are things <laughs> to do. It teaches you to appreciate the help of others, to appreciate right. community. Just the, I remember my first winter here, I saw a, there was a blizzard and I was walking home from high school and it's was like, this is crazy. Why are people living here? And I saw a little girl, probably around four or five years old, in a, a bright pink jumpsuit, just waddling through the snow perfectly happy making her way to wherever she was going she was accompanied of course and it hit me these people are resilient and life continues right like come on put up your pants there's work to be done it's not the end of the world Embrace it, get stuck in, jump in, and I've only since then I've seen the beauty of this place. And yeah. I am grateful. I love the people here. I love Saskatoon. We're just gonna see it progress and grow.
0: Amen. that's good go, That
1: brings us into David's Divo.
0: David's Divo.
1: Bump bump. David's
0: David. David. Bom,
1: David David bom, David,
0: David, bom.
1: David oh. Oh. Nice. <laughs> David's Devo, today I want to talk about your purpose being connected to a place. This is a concept that we see all the way through scripture. We see Jesus' his purpose being set and connected to Jerusalem. Born in Bethlehem, the saying was, went around, could anything good come out of Nazareth? Yes, the light of the world came from there. And there's a point in his story, after he started his public ministry, where he set his face like flint and headed for Jerusalem, ultimately to be unfairly tried persecuted, tortured, whipped, beaten, killed, murdered, laid in a tomb, only to raise again to life three days later, ascend to heaven and send the Holy Spirit, and he's coming again. Jesus' purpose was connected to Jerusalem. We see Abraham, the father of the faith, called out from Ur of the Chaldeans, called out by God to leave his father's tribe, to leave his kinsmen and make his way to Canaan, a promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey, a land in which he'll become the patriarch of nations. We see Abraham's purpose connected to a place. We think about Jonah. Jonah's assignment was connected to Nineveh but he fled, he ran, he avoided it with everything in him only at the the arc of his story you see at the pinnacle he's on a boat in the middle of a storm and the the crewmen soon realize that he's the cause for their trials and he's the cause of the storm after being thrown overboard and swallowed by a fish and being there for three days and three nights and acquiescing and yielding to God's will. Does he finally go to Nineveh? And we see any entire city from the king all the way down to the cattle turn to 40 days of fasting and a city is saved his purpose was connected to a place friends we want to encourage you if you're feeling purposeless if you're feeling lost if you're feeling without direction if you're feeling that things aren't going right please know please be reminded be encouraged remember you have a purpose you have a calling mm. you have a position you have a place you have a name you're called for greatness. God knew you when he formed you in your mother's womb. He formed you in utter seclusion. You were fearfully and wonderfully made to do great things in this life, to speak of the glory of God, to use your gifts, to use your calling, to use your skills, to to do great things for his glory. Your purpose may be connected to a city. Pray, ask God, Lord, where would you have me plant my life? Your purpose may be connected to a people, to a place, whether you're a missionary or a business person or a student or a parent, whatever you're called to do, please know there is a purpose for your life. There is a purpose for your life. You are made for a purpose. Hey, there's no greater way to get to know your purpose than to get to know the one who gave you a purpose. You're not just called to a place, you're called to a person and that person is Jesus.
0: And Jesus loves you so, so much. And the purpose and plan that he has for your life is hidden in God. And for you to know the purpose and plan for your life, I encourage you to pray this prayer with me today. Father, it is written in your word that if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I confess that Jesus is my Lord. I make Him Lord of my life right now. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. I renounce my past life of sin and close the door to any of its devices. I thank you for forgiving me of all my sin. Jesus is my Lord, and I am a new creation. Old things have passed away. Now all things become new in Jesus' name." Amen. 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 And you know what? If you made the decision to follow the Lord and give your life completely to Him, you made the best decision of your entire life.
1: Amen. Best decision. Amen. Welcome to the family. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we just lift up all of those who are struggling with their purpose, who may feel that they're in the wrong place, be it spiritually, be it physically in the location that they're in. Lord, we pray for direction. We pray for wisdom. We pray that you would lead them. I thank you for your word. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, that says, Do not lean on your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge you, and you will make our path straight. God, I pray that you make the path of our listeners, our friends, and our family, that you make it straight. Give them direction. Give them, show them their purpose and their calling. I thank you that they're made with a purpose and for a purpose in Jesus' name. Guys, we thank you so much for joining us for our honest, uplifting talk that changes hearts. We want to give a big thank you to We Edit Podcasts. We want to give a big thank you to the 220 building. Until next time, join us for episode four of Get Hutched With Us.
0: We love you guys.